This is episode 198 of the e-commerce coffee break podcast. Today I'm joined by Zeb Advani of Subify.info and we talk about how to build a subscription business from ground up. So let's get started. This is the e-commerce coffee break. A top-rated Shopify growth podcast dedicated to Shopify merchants and business owners looking to grow their online stores. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get marketing advice you can't find on Google. Welcome. Welcome, welcome to, to the, the show. show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce Coffee Break podcast. Today, we want to talk about how you can manage recurring payments in your store. Recurring payments, recurring customers are very important for your customer lifetime value. And with rising paid ads and rising costs in the e-commerce space, it's very important to get your customers back to buy more from you. So that's the main topic today. With me, I have Seb. He is a partnership manager at Subify. He is also the co-founder of Subify. And this is a leading subscription application developed by Hengam. And about two years ago, he joined the company. His educational background includes an MBA from Sharif University in Tehran in Iran and a Master of International Management from the University in Istanbul in Turkey. He has built a successful career in e-commerce and fintech over the last five years, and he has excelled as a business development and product manager since. So Seb, definitely the right person to talk about recurrent payments, and I would like to welcome him to the show. Hi, Seb. How are you today? Uh, hi, Klaus. Thank you, and thank you for having me here. Seb, tell me a little bit about the different versions of recurrent payments that can happen in a online store. There's more than one. I would say that... I can say there are three ways of payments. There's a replenish one that whenever you're out of some products, you would order again, some for supplements or things like that, or cosmetics. The other one is access memberships or access subscriptions that you would certainly pay for a service that you want to be a part of. Maybe it's a kind of group that you want to join, or there is special tiers of discounts that's there that you can join if you want to have maybe 20, 30% discount on buying the products. The other one is curation. I would say that these three are out there to use, I would say. Okay. Now, most Shopify merchants use a sort of subscription model to get people back to the store to buy a specific product all over again. This is obviously the most common one. And to make this work, there are certain steps that a merchant needs to follow to integrate that, to make it work at the end of the day. What are the biggest struggles or problems that you see with merchants by implementing a subscription model into their store? What, what's the biggest problem there? From the time that Shopify itself introduced its APIs about two years ago, many software developers tried to move into the industry and create meaningful softwares for merchants to use. And right now, I would say that many softwares out there, of course, ours as well, are very good products to use and they are very easy to integrate to start the process of selling subs subscriptions on your store. After that, I would say the problem would come when you get new subscribers on your website. Of course, there are things that you can use to keep your retention on those customers, but churn is always the problem that many of our own merchants are facing, trying to keep the customers around after one, two, three successful payments. Many softwares like Subify integrated some tools that merchants can use in order to keep the customers, I would say. Maybe some cancellation reasons, trying to understand why customers are leaving the website or 
if they can incentivize the merchants right from when they are canceling, for example, giving them more discount, 20-30% discount on other products if they want to stay. Many merchants can use the power of data in order to understand, aside from the reasons that merchants, their customers are leaving, the fact that when they are leaving, for example, are they leaving after one successful payment, two or three, so they can know exactly when to get in communication with their customers and give them what they need. Maybe create extra value on uh, the second payment so that they would stay and things like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of merchants have heard about the churn rate when people skip off and tactics and strategies to make this work. But there's also another risk in there. And I think that's something that you have addre addressed in your app. That's billing management, where there's an issue with the billing. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, of course. So I was just reading on a report by Ritaldi that merchants can get a lot of value by just emailing their customers if there are payment failures. So what we do in Sabi Finance Build is that we have an embedded feature that whenever a payment fails, for example, it's maybe because of a credit card failure or there are not enough funds, that can happen a lot of times. It happens for me, of course. In that time, the system would, after a couple of days, uh, send the billing again and tries it. And in the meantime, what Savify is doing is to send both merchants and their customers emails so that they can come back to the system because they may not know if there are not enough funds in their pockets. So we would notify the customers so that they can renew their card or add some money. By that, the payment and the contract would continue. Merchants can say that I want to do that three times every two days so that they make sure their customers has come back in order to do that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's a very useful feature that you have there. I think it's called dining and people have an expired exactly. credit. There's no funds on it. Do you have some numbers on how often that, or a percentage on how often that really happens in the store? I think that's quite high number, isn't it? It is quite high. It's one of the reasons of churn. I don't have the exact data on that, but the thing is that some of the things that some merchants told us is they are some repeated actions of their customers on this area, or if they didn't have enough funds, was the fact that they didn't continue the contract. So this is one of the main reasons of churn as well. So if there are not already an embedded system that retries the payments, merchant, the customers would easily leave. Okay. Now, when a merchant has Im implemented a subscription, obviously needs to match the look and feel of their store. How flexible is your solution to be integrated in the existing UX? This is the one thing that we worked a lot so that we have enough options for merchants to use. Whenever uh, our customers download Sobify and integrate it, our widget would come automatically come to their product pages, the pages that the products they want to sell. They would say that they can change the color, change the name, change the wordings, everything. And if they want another languages, they can even change the language of the template. And the one thing is that many of the merchants that we talked to, they want some customized widgets as well. And we have a dedicated customer care team for that. So anytime a merchant asks for some specializations or a special widget that they want on their website, we easily do that. If they want to change the overall page as well for the product page that they are using, we have a team of, a team of experts that work with us that they can do that on projects. So it would be 
as customized for the machine as possible because that subscribe page, subscription page, sells on its own. So we want them to easily be accessible and be in the tone of merchants. Yes. Okay. Now, obviously, a lot of stores do have only specific products that they want to offer on a subscription-based basis. How do you match a product to Shopify? How does it work? So we have an embedded AI system as well that sees the tone and color of the page. Whenever the widget is going to be implemented, it would take whatever the product page is. Many of the match we have in our panel, merchants can change everything that they want. So many of them go on there and besides from changing the shape of the overall widget, they would change every small things on there as well. And the one thing is that our customer care, whenever someone creates his, his first, his or first rule on subscription, rule is creating a selling plan for a product. So they want to sell it on a weekly basis. There, the ticket goes to our customer care team and they get notified that someone created the rule, some new merchant created the rule. So they would go on their product page directly and see if the widget looks the same as the overall page. Is Does it look good enough? If it's not, they would contact the merchant and say that if you do want to do some customization on the page so that it would have the feel of the brand. Yes. When it comes to reporting, we already spoke about the churn rate. Are there other KPIs that merchants need to look into when it comes to subscriptions? The fact that both us and merchants play in the same industry, I would say the subscription industry gives us a leverage so that we can tell them what we've learned in the past year and a half. A year and a half ago that we started Subify, at first we didn't know what metrics to follow or maybe the CAC, how much is the CAC or the LTV or the churn rate. So throughout the year, we realized how to bring down our CAC by trial and error, testing keywords, maybe checking special categories to use, going live in here and there, doing email marketing better, social media marketing better. So we brought down our CAC, but after a while, we realized that in order to get a better LTV, a lifetime rally, we need to focus on churn as well. So as we talked, we tried to focus how we can understand why merchants are leaving or what are their reasons and how we can use data to lure that number. But we did that. We have a dedicated customer success team as well. So Everything that we've learned so far, we put them all in our help doc and academy. We have certified academy for our merchants as many of the merchants that are joining us or they've just started their business on Shopify. They've just learned how subscription business is. We have many tickets that they say that someone in the industry is selling well in subscription. We want to be like, we have those case studies. We tell them. You can have this widget or this size or that size. Your cost should not be higher than this, or your churn rate should be that this amount, or you should follow these and that metric. So our customer success team would follow all these metrics for our merchants so to make sure everything goes according to their plans. As they grow, we would grow with them. And some of our best merchants are actually the ones that started with us. They just come into the Shopify. We've even teach them what Shopify is so they can get on board it. We just grew alongside with them. Yeah. Okay. Now with all the data that you're collecting, 
Do you have any APIs where you exchange this data to, I don't know, email marketing software, Klaviyo or something like that? What kind of interfaces do you uh, have? We have integrations with Klaviyo, with MailChimp, and we have an integration with some bundle apps so that we can, as merchants want to increase their average order value as well, if at some time they realize that even though their churn is lower or their CAC is low, they don't have enough revenue at the end of the month. Bundling is one of the features that we've added. Their customers, and when they're going to checkouts, they could add their products to that. They can add the bundles on the weekly basis or monthly basis. And of course, with the email marketing of Klaviyo and MailChimp, customer, our merchants would have an easier communication tools with their customers because the subscription industry is a relationship between merchants and their customers. So we realized that the more loyal their customer would be, the better business that you would have. It's not like a one-time purchase a customer would come that you have to incentivize to come back. So many customers, when they subscribe to something and you bring value to them on a weekly or monthly basis, they would stay with your business for a long time. We have some of our merchants, we know them as long as we're burning Shopify. They know our business, we know them. We know how important the communication is. So that's why the Klaviyo integrations is so important that merchants would be constant communication with their customers so that every customer would have enough information to stay on board. Because at some time, if a customer realizes that they are paying too much for some product or they are getting too much of a product, they would easily get out of that business. If the merchant continues to talk to their customers, they would stay for a long time. I think that's a good point that you mentioned there. If you, people get too much of a product, so if they get it in a certain interval and they don't use it fast enough, then the next arrives and then they might be annoyed. Is there a way for the customers to manage their subscription? For instance, if they go on holiday or something like that, how does that work? So we have added a feature that merchants can now reschedule their orders. For example, if they have a list of deliveries for the upcoming week or upcoming month, and they can reschedule it and communicate it, it would be automatically communicated with their customers as well. Because till about two weeks ago, merchants and customers could only skip the next product. So if they wanted, they didn't want the next delivery or on the customers on the panel or merchants on this side, they could click on some button and the next order would be kind of skipped. But right now we've released it about a week ago that merchants can reschedule. They can put any time they want. So if they're out of time for a month or their their inventory didn't come for some reason, they can skip the products for a month and communicate that with user easily. And this way, I would say customers are on the fact that merchants do that, customers would understand. The problem that we see sometimes that the customers would leave is that there's a lack of communication. So as long as there is, even though there are skips or here and there, everything would go according to plan. Okay. And I think that's a very useful feature that if you go on holiday, then you just put in a new date and the next one comes and you, as a merchant, you're not losing the customer. So from the implementation, obviously the Shopify app, what kind of steps are involved with the implementation, with onboarding? What kind of time frame do I need to calculate for that? Okay. So for a new merchant, as we realized that many of the Merchants that are joining the program are new. For example, today a merchant joined us that didn't was even on a trial on Shopify. So it's less than a week that they joined the program, then they installed. So we created the onboarding process extremely easy. 
so that merchants are good to go like in five minutes. The onboarding is, we have a 25 minute demo on panel, but you don't really need that. So to get onboarded, just a few clicks, you can create a rule and the customer care would come and see the widget is fine and everything looks well. You can get your subscriber in a blink of an eye. So I would say in five minutes, you're good to go. Okay. No, that sounds great. Tell me a little bit about the pricing. How do you charge the merchants for using Shopify? Okay. We have three tiers of pricing right now. The pricing changes every month as the new feature comes or we see that specific requirement from the merchants. But right, right now there are three tiers. They're $9.39 and 99. And the, the fact is that the, when you go to the higher tiers, the care of the customer care system would be much higher. So if we have a dedicated account manager, then you're in the $99 program and they would be in constant talks with you in order to make sure that the metric that we've talked about are getting better and better. Is your kind of marketing cost high or is your channel rate high? So. If that's the case, we would send articles and our help doc, even get in the meeting to make sure that you are building your subscription plan and subscription business as you want. No, it makes total sense. One feature that really stands out for me with your app is the billing management, the dunning management. I think that's a huge help in having a control over what's really happening and not losing people from the subscription. Where can people find out more about Shopify? Of course, they can find us on Shopify App Store if they search for Shopify. And we have a website, Shopify.info, in which that alongside from everything that goes around in our app, we have a partnership program that agencies and in, um, technical partners can join. We have a blog dedicated to businesses that are growing their business in starting to grow their business in Shopify and subscription. And following that articles, as we are doing multiple articles per week, would definitely help them get to know how they can grow their subscriptions. Awesome. I will put the links in the show notes and you just one click away and people can find you easily. Sepp, thanks so much for your time and giving us a bit of an overview about how to create recurrent revenue with your business through subscriptions. I think that's a topic that every merchant has on the list and definitely should check out your app. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you, Klaus. It was a pleasure. And that's a wrap for this episode. I hope you found today's episode informative and actionable. As a reminder, we have a growing community of e-commerce professionals where you can share your insights, ask questions, and learn from other merchants. If you're interested in joining, please visit our website at ecommercecoffeebreak.com and sign up for the community. And don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review our podcast to stay updated on the latest marketing trends and strategies for Shopify e-commerce merchants. See you next time.